Hi, this is Carl. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. I'm joined today by Doug Hazelman, who's from Cloudberry. So, uh, you are the VP of Technical Marketing. So, let's start with what is Cloudberry and then what is Technical Marketing? <laughs> so, uh, Cloudberry, we're in the, the essentially the backup and disaster recovery space. Um, we have cloud in our name. So, as you might have guessed, we help facilitate backups from on-prem to the cloud. So we help you get your data offsite into the cloud. We support over 30 different cloud storage providers. Um, and what we focus on, and we have a big focus on MSPs, on managed service providers. Um, so we have a, a SaaS hosted application um, where you know there's a centralized control panel where you can manage multiple customers uh, to you know facilitate their backup into the cloud, you know, perform recoveries for them and those types of things. So that's kind of our, our focus. Um, my role is, you know, technical marketing. Um, it, it's kind of, you know, I needed, I needed a title, <laughs> um, and you know, it kind, of, it kind of makes the most sense because what my, what, what I'm, what I'm here to do at, at Cloudberry is not only help us grow the business from a marketing perspective, but to engage and interact with the MSP community, um, with the small business community, you know, that folks like yourself represent. Uh, to help get our word out there and and just do you know different interactions. I'm, I've been doing a number of podcasts lately. We're we're getting ready to host our own here before too long, um, and you know that that's kind of that that engagement model of being active in in the community. And how long has Cloudberry been around? Um, been around for um, not quite. Uh, let's see, what was it? About almost ten years, I think. Um, that the Cloudberries had had product um, started out just with. Uh, you know, essentially backup for single PCs and servers and those types of things, realized that there was a, a really good market um, that was kind of being underserved when it came to the small service providers. Um, you know, we're not talking the, the great big service providers that have, you know, tens of thousands of seats and, and those types of things, um, but really just the, the sole proprietor type of people um, who just needed a solution and, you know, didn't have the budget to pay for, you know, the the backup software from from the big brands that uh, that everybody kind of thinks about when they think of a backup for MSPs. And do people mostly use you to backup servers or workstations? Um, they 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 do both. So there's you know we have a server product uh, to backup servers, and then we support uh, Windows, Mac, and and Linux on on kind of the workstation side. Uh, so they yeah they they use it uh, for for all those types of things. And is this an image type backup or a file and folder type backup? So for um, its file and folder, but for Windows, we do have image-based. Um, but as you can imagine, if you're going directly from the client to the cloud, image-based can sometimes take a little bit of time, um, especially if you're talking about a number of large servers. Um, but you know, we have seating options and those types of things to, to help facilitate that. And once you get that initial up there, then it, then it does help. Well, and I'm a big believer that we're more and more moving to that it's the data that matters, not the computer. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah. I mean, if this machine dies, I'm not replacing it with the same machine. Yeah. I'm just not, <laughs> right? Uh, so, yeah, I used to uh, manage backups for very, very large corporations. And mm -hmm. they would literally, their disaster recovery plan would call out how many 386 computers they would have, right? And you would literally, <laughs> you know, the, the plan would be to go get that computer and replace it. But mm -hmm. now, if a computer is a year old, I'm just, you know, I'm getting another one. <laughs> Yeah, well, and especially with virtualization, uh, you know, with, with, you know, essentially a, a server now just being a set of files that can be moved around anywhere, it doesn't matter the hardware, uh, virtualization and, and cloud um, at the same time has, has really changed a lot of these technologies. Um, one of the advantages we do have on backing up image level 
is on Amazon as well as Microsoft Azure is we can actually take that image level backup and spin it up as a VM in the cloud. So whether it's an EC2 instance or an Azure VM, uh, so you you know that kind of adds an even another level of you know disaster recovery is that okay I've, I'm sending my images to the cloud, if something happens on site on prem I can now spin those up as as instance as, as virtual machine instances in the cloud and, and be back up and running. Now some of the BDR vendors say oh you can you can spin up your server in the cloud but it's mm -hmm. got to be temporary we're just not designed to leave it there but if you're using Azure you mm -hmm. could just spin it up and say, hey, guess what, you just migrated. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And that, that's one of the things, because Cloudberry, we don't have a proprietary cloud. Um, we support all of the clouds. Um, and you know, it's not like, it's not that we you know, only have technology, our internal technology for clouds that, that only works with, with our stuff. Um, we give the, the customer, um, you know, the MSPs, we give them the choice uh, to use the cloud that they want. And they may use different clouds for different customers. Um, you know, depends on what kind of real resiliency that they need within the cloud. Um, some some customers might be very budget conscious, so they want to go as cheap as possible. Um, others might be, you know, they want, you know, tiered data storage and, and, and S3, so they want Glacier and all those types of things. Uh, so it really gives that, that solution provider a good option and a good mix uh, to provide their customers with different options. And uh, do you sell direct to uh, end users? Uh, we sell direct to MSPs, um, and we do have we do sell direct to end users as well. Um, but typically, they're buying our um, our standalone backup, uh, which it, I, I call <laughs> we have two versions. There's there's standalone, and then there's managed. So standalone backup. You know, if you're a small business and you have and you have your own IT and you have like you know ten clients, whether that's servers and workstations, then the standalone might be fine for you. Um, you can buy it directly from us, manage your own backups, those types of things. Um, if you're a managed service provider, um, you know, then you're managing typically multiple customers, you've got multiple endpoints, that's where that centralized management comes in, uh, and you can set up you know, your, your different customers in different ways, but you always log into a single portal uh, to manage those, those settings. And for the MSPs, do they buy uh, so much storage per user, or do they buy uh, an amount of storage and then um, allocate it to different uh, end users? Well, it, again, that is, that's kind of, that's the nice thing about the flexibility because we don't sell the storage. Uh, we don't sell the cloud storage. Um, it's up to them to provide it. So I uh, could so buy uh, S3 mm -hmm. and just say, all right, I'm putting these six clients on it and your tool gets the data up there. Exactly. Um, and then you can charge the customer, you know, whatever you want to cover your storage cost and, you know, whatever margin you feel is necessary. <laughs> and you also have a... Um, uh, you have a direct drive. Is that a, a name drive letter? Uh, yeah. So we have, um, besides the backup software, we have a couple of utilities. Um, one of them is Cloudberry Drive, which essentially mounts an S3 bucket as a drive letter on your computer. Um, um, that's, I, I believe it's, it's Windows only. Um, and then we also, um, we have a couple of other cloud-based utilities to, to help manage, you know, your different cloud bucket data and those types of things. So Cloudberry Explorer um, is another one that connects to S3, and it looks like, you know, Windows Explorer being able to browse through the the, the buckets and the file folders. Right. It makes it look look normal and instead of managing it through S3. So, so I'm familiar with. I know uh, Jungle Disk does a similar mm -hmm. thing. So, if the cloud drive is your primary storage, how do you back that up? If you're, you mean if you're running everything in the cloud? Yeah. Um, 
Well, again, because we can do file and folder, <laughs> you can back, you can go cloud to cloud. Um, so you can, you can back it up from one cloud to another. Um, and that's one of the things, because we also have support for Office 365 and, and G Suite. Um, and, you know, the benefit we talk about there is you can back up your Office 365 data from Microsoft to another cloud. Um, and, you know, and the same with the same with Google and those types of things. So you're, you're kind of protecting yourself in the event of a catastrophic cloud failure, um, which we know can just be caused by a wrong DNS entry um, in a particular region. So, you know, you're, you're kind of protecting yourself and your data in case something happens by having it, you know, in another location. Very cool. So with the, uh, um, the backup to the cloud, mm-hmm. is it something where uh, I'm going to have to install a widget on every single desktop, every single server? Yeah, you are. It's, uh, it's agent-based. Uh, so you install an agent on the servers, on the workstations. Um, if you're using RMM software, we integrate with most of the major ones. You can use that to push it out. Um, and then oh, you can. So, yes. so I can use my RMM to push out your agent. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Exactly. Um, so you know, we, we, wanna, we know how you know, MSPs operate, so we want to make it easy for them. Um, but it's, it's really not that difficult to you know, push the agent out to the, to the workstations or, or you know, have them send them a link and they can install it themselves. And then you can do the configuration uh, from that centralized place. And you can set up different policies and those types of things so that as new computers come online, they get applied a policy um, that you know, says, hey, this is what we're, what we're going to back up and this is what we're going to back it up to. Um, the right. advantage of, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just say, so that agent uh, stores a secure password to that cloud storage? Um, it's, yeah, there, it's, it's essentially, you know, a, a, a key exchange um, at, at runtime that, that, you know, does, does a, a talk back and forth depending on the cloud provider. Um, so then there's a secure communication encrypted between the client and the cloud storage. Um, and that's one of the distinctions we like to make is even though we have the centralized management, you know, that runs in the cloud, the data itself goes from the client to the cloud, not through us. Um, we just kind of, our, our interface facilitates that conversation. We say, okay, time to back up. Here's where you're going to go. Here's the key you need. Send it over. Um, and then the backup happens without the data going through us. Right. And is this priced per endpoint or how is it priced? Uh, it is. Uh, so it's, you know, we have different pricing for workstations and servers. Um, we have some, some virtualization additions. We have um, pricing for Exchange as well as SQL. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a kind of a whole menu of, of pricing that, that's available right within the interface and our managed backup service. And is there, I'm assuming no cost to, to become a, uh, a partner? Correct. It's, um, it's, it's no commitment. If you're, if you're an MSP, you want to take a look at it, you can go to our website, look for managed backup, you can sign up for a free trial. Um, you get 15 days and we also, we even give you two gig of, um, two gig of storage in S3. So you can. You, know, you can test it out. Um, so not only do we give you the free software, we give you some free storage in Amazon. Uh, so you can then go and set up a couple of clients, check it out, you know, make sure that it works for you and, and look at the different options um, and then go from there. Is there some reasonable limit to how big of a data store I should have on this? Um, you know, it's, it, it depends is, is, always, is always the answer uh, because when you look at the amount of data, you have to consider how long is it going to take you to transfer that to the cloud at least once, um, and then how long is it going to take you for you to retrieve it from the cloud? You know, in the event that, that something happens to all of the data, so you want to take those factors into consideration. Um, and 
you know, one of the things that's going to make a big difference is what's your, what's your bandwidth? You know, what's your connection to the internet, to the cloud? Um, if it's bad, um, then you probably want to look at doing file level instead of image level and probably seeding some of that data to the cloud um, and then just doing incrementals uh, thereafter. So, well, I, I'm a big fan of having my primary storage in the cloud and then mm -hmm. I, I literally just pull it back down as the backup. So, mm -hmm. you know, kind of the reverse <laughs> sort of way of, of using it. But um, so, I, guess, I mean, the reason I ask that is, you know, if I've got, uh, let's say, half a terabyte of data up there, mm -hmm. um, is that going to affect performance at all? Um, if you're pulling it, I, I guess if your client is connecting to the cloud to pull your data, then and then pushing it back to the cloud, that's definitely going to have a an impact um, because you're you're essentially pulling it down to back it up and then pushing it back up to to where it needs to go. So that scenario probably is not specifically how we would how would yeah, I was thinking recommend the primary storage is in the cloud and then I just bring it back down and that's that's what I do okay so um, and then does each uh, individual agent have its own username and password or is there like one for the 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 drive the s drive or the x drive or whatever well again the you don't have to you know that's that's our cloudberry drive which is a separate product right um, the backup pro the backup software the backup agent um, you can you can configure it to that everyone has their own username and password, or you can set up one username and password for the entire company. So as an MSP, I can say you know all the all the agents run under this username and password. Um, that way, kind of you know, might make management a little bit easier, um, and and that way you don't have to like remember or, or do all these different things. Um, the other thing is part of it from the MSP perspective is we offer you can also rebrand it. Um, so from the from the backup software itself you can make it have your company name, your logo, you know, all those types of things so that if someone does actually see it, they'll know that it's you and they won't say, well, you know, who the heck is Cloudberry and, and what is this software doing on my computer? Right. Uh, but if they see your name, they'll be like, oh, well, you know, Bob installed something for me. He's, I know he's taking care of me, whatever. It's, it's no big deal. Um, and then you can, there's also options, you know, so that it doesn't show up in the system tray and all that type of stuff just so that, you can tell them that they're protected, but they don't have to be bothered by it on a constant basis. Right. And for the normal, like, uh, image-based backup, uh, they don't ever actually use it, right? I mean, unless they're going to restore from Correct. backup. Yeah. So they, they don't have to know. They don't even have to know it exists. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> the office manager. Like they just need to know that, to. yeah, they just need to know that, hey, if they lose that Word document, that I call up my, you know, I, I call up my help desk, you know, whoever that may be, and they can get it back for me. That's that's all that really matters at the end of the day. So I manage all my clients inside of your portal. What happens if uh, one of my clients says, you know, hey, I don't like this guy anymore. I'm going across the street. Mm -hmm. How do they move their account? Is that pain in the ass? Um, you know, again, the, the account would be with the service provider, not with the client. Um, so, you know, if that client wants to move and they want their backup data, then you can pull that down for them and package it up and give it to them. Um, or, you know, if you are in good relationship with the guy across the street, you could say, look, I'll transfer it from our cloud, from the cloud we're using to the cloud you're using, you know, they're using Cloudberry. If you keep using that, then, then that's all great. So if they are using Cloudberry, you can switch their credentials or whatever and... Well, it's still, you'd have to switch the storage, right? I'd, you'd have I'd to move still it from, have to download it and upload it again. 
Well, you could go cloud to cloud, but you need to get it out of your bucket and into their bucket. Okay, got it. That makes sense. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because otherwise you're getting charged for their backup, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm just saying this. It's not like the uh, office licenses through SureWeb or Intermedia where I just say, you know, you can give Doug these two accounts, so. Yeah, well, like I said, you, you own the license, not the customer. Um, so if they decide to leave, um, you know, they own the data typically. Right. So you just need to give them their data back. Um, but you don't have to, you know, transfer licenses. If the, you know, you can reuse those licenses for somebody else. Right. And are these images, uh, it sounds like they're, you update the image. So like a mm -hmm. small amount of data changes every day. So you Correct. just do a delta on the image. Yeah. So, um, and then um, for somebody who's got lots and lots of seats, um, do you recommend that they have more than one cloud account? Um, some of them on Azure and some on Amazon or? Well, again, it depends, you know, from the MSP perspective, it depends on what they want to offer their customers. Um, so I would say typically for a particular customer, they would be in one cloud account, but you may have another customer that is budget conscious. And so maybe you go to a different cloud that's, you know, has cheaper storage and cheaper access and that's what you use for them. Uh, so as a service provider, you know, you can manage these multiple different cloud storages and you, you can even have a, a, a tiered schedule of, of services that you provide. Um, so, you know, if they're, they don't want to spend so much per month on, on storage for their backups, then guess what? We have this lower tier. You're going to miss out on this, this, and this, but it's cheaper. Um, so, right. And um, what about HIPAA compliance and all of the new GDPR and all that? <laughs> Um, we have we have a lot of blog posts and, and information on that. Um, it, you know, one of the things with GDPR is you know kind of country of origin and staying in country. Uh, so we support all of the major regions uh, for the major cloud providers. So if you're in the UK, you can force it to stay in the UK. If you're in France, you know, or the EU, um, you can force it to stay you know with, within that region or within that country, uh, so that it so that it doesn't leave. But in terms of you know the backup software itself. Um, you know, it's, it's as compliant as the settings that you set it up to right. be. And it's going to do what it's told. <laughs> yeah, it's going to do what it's told. So. so, so basically you have a best practice of, I set up my Azure, if I want it on the West coast, I put it on the West coast. If I want Canada, I put it in Canada. Yes. So, all right. Yeah. So you're, you're outside of that altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, do, do you do any versioning or is that just, uh, if I've got the versions on my local machine, they get copied up. Versioning is in like, like in, in files and folders. Um, um, yeah, just like anything we have retention, we have retention policies. Um, so as files and folders change, you know, we won't overwrite them. We'll just, you know, create a new, uh, create a new backup file. So that way you can recover from, you know, different points in time where those, that version of file might be. Right. Very cool. So um, how large is your company? Um, we're just around, um, I think we're around a hundred people. Um, we're, we're a global company. So, um, you know, we're, I say we're global because we have people all over, um, but we primarily serve, uh, North America, um, and you know, some, some in EMEA and, and, and some in Australia as well. All right. Very cool. And how many partners do you have? Um, we have thousands of MSPs. Um, I can't remember the oh. exact official <laughs> number, um, but we do, you know, we have, we have quite a few that are using our managed backup service. Um, and, you know, it was one of the things and kind of, you know, you know, your focus on, on the small business is 
when I started talking to Cloudberry, one of the things that was refreshing to me was that they know their niche. You know, it's small business. Um, you know, they're not, you know, we're, we're not trying to go enterprise um, like, like so many software companies do. It's like they might start off in SMB and then they, they say, oh, wow, we're, we're, you know, we're growing into the enterprise we're, you know, and we forget about the small business side. Um, so Cloudberry, you know, we know our niche. Um, we know our pricing is very attractive uh, for, this, for the small biz um, or for the small MSPs. Um, and, you know, that's kind of the, that's the way we want it uh, because, you know, I do think a lot of times that that market can be underserved. And um, is your business affected by the fact that so many people are moving servers up to clouds and so they're not physically on site anymore? Um, not necessarily. If, you know, you can still run the, the instance of, uh, you know, the, the agent and you can back up from one cloud to another um, because it's all that, you know, it's the whole, all your eggs in one basket scenario. Um, you know, do you want all your data in one cloud or you want to run everything in one cloud, but back up to another. So that way you're protected in case, you know, something happens. Right. Um, and, you know, of course, cloud to cloud is, is going to give you faster access typically than, you know, if you're running the server in your, in your office with a, you know, cable internet modem. Um, but, you know, you have to look at, you know, what the pricing is for, for, for egress on data and those types of things. But um, that's still, you know, a completely functional way to, to, to operate um, and, again, protect yourself from all the eggs in one basket. So you said you worked with something like 30 different cloud providers? Mm -hmm. So, and that same agent for everything? Yes. So, so. there's one, one install, um, you know, the cloud that you connect to, you know, you can choose whichever cloud you want from the list. Uh, pretty much anything that's S3 compatible um, is, you know, will, will also work. So, you know, we've talked with um, cloud, you know, smaller cloud providers that's, you know, or IT, you know, even, you know, clouds, cloud providers, you know, I'll just use that term, but, you know, not, not the Amazons. Um, and they may have a service based on Swift or S3. Um, and, you know, that will work with that. Um, they just have to configure it to, to talk to their, to their gateway, set it up. Um, and then, you know, we're writing data into their data center. Very cool. And uh, what are the hours for your tech support? Um, tech support is, I want to say 24, 24 by seven. Um, it's very close to that. Um, you know, there, there are, there are, you know, might be a couple hour gap, um, you know, at, at around three in the morning, but, um, you know, we, we try to, we try to cover, um, 24 seven as much as we possibly can. Um, and as we grow, we're continuing to add, um, to that department, uh, to add people to be able to provide that coverage. Cause I know I only work during business hours, but I have clients who might have uh, different habits than what I have. Let's just say. Yeah. And disasters don't follow business hours. Um, so if you're, exactly. you know, if you, uh, if you, if you run into an issue um, or, you know, you have a customer that, you know, has a fire or something like that at, at three o'clock in the morning and you need help getting, getting them back online, uh, you know, we make every, you know, every effort is that we possibly can to do that. And um, you said you can be deployed through the RMM. Does the RMM also keep track of how many agents are deployed so that in terms of billing or whatever, I can do whatever yeah. I choose to? Correct. So, you know, we don't support every RMM because there's a lot out there. Right. Um, we support some of the, some of the bigger ones. Um, we've got some integration with Ninja um, that, that's being rolled out here with the next couple of months. Um, you know, we support um, LabTech Automate, um, you know, what, you know, automate, I guess is what it's called now. 
um, and then plugging into the billing systems as well and some of the PSAs. So, you know, we, we have that link there. Um, so that way you can, you can do your, keep your billing, keep your management, you know, through that, um, through that RMM interface. And do you have, you don't have to say any names, but do you have preferred <laughs> clouds? Like if I was, yeah, Hey dude, let me, you know, off the record. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, it's kind of, I, I wouldn't say we have preferred clouds, but our customers do. Um, and when we look at it, you know, what cloud are our customers using or what cloud are our partners using? Um, you know, Amazon is number one. Um, you know, it's not necessarily, you know, like I said, it's not our preference. It's, you know, you can use whatever cloud you want. Um, and then of course it's Microsoft Azure. Um, and then between three and four, it's, you know, it's kind of Google and Backblaze um, and um, B2 because, you know, B2, they're offering some really aggressive pricing. Um, you know, like I said, you know, so it, it's kind of, you know, we see that, we see that coming up and even Wasabi as well. Um, because of some of their pricing and, and those types of things. So it's, it's not, um, you know, th those are kind of the top five um, would be, would be those five. And then, you know, a number of others kind of, you know, through that, but it's not a preference on our part. Um, different clouds have different APIs that we can take advantage of. Um, so, you know, it's, and, and as these other clouds get some of those capabilities, like being able to, to automatically tier your data, move it from hot to cold, um, then, you know, we're, we're trying to take advantage of those functionalities. So if I've got long-term storage, uh, I can take advantage of that with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very cool. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, um, with the MSPs, um, you guys are going to a lot of shows now. I don't know that I've seen you at shows 10 years ago, for example. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a lot of shows. Um, it's something that we're, we're doing a little bit more of this year. Uh, so we're sponsoring a number of the ASCII events um, that are going on. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to see if we can um, do some of the, uh, the small biz, um, the quarterly show um, that, that Dave runs. Um, I think that'd be a, a good, good show for us to do. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to get out there because at the end of the day, from, you know, what I'm, what I'm tasked to do is I need to get out there and meet these folks. Um, I need to tell them and talk to them about, you know, hey, this is Cloudberry, this is what it can do, um, and, and build some of those relationships. So that's why, you know, we call them offline events because they're not online. Um, <laughs> you know, th there's some importance of at least going to these events. Um, and so, you know, you'll, you'll see us, hopefully you'll see us more throughout the year. Very cool. Um, well, so I, I've been to... I think one ASCII event this year and two or three tech fest, no, two tech fest events. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, yeah. So it's good to see you at those events and your job as a technical uh, marketeer, uh, you're the one who makes decisions about uh, which shows to go to. Um, I have an influence. Um, you know, the boss is one who makes the decisions about where to spend the money and what shows to go to. But, um, you know, I definitely have an influence. But, you know, online events are obviously cheaper because no one has to travel, no hotel, most types of things. But um, but it, it's kind of hard to have that engagement with people when you're, you know, just online and they're just listening to a presentation or a webinar. Right. It's not the same. But you are the guy that MSP should talk to if they have questions about the tech. Sure. Yes. Very good. So we'll put, put all those links down below and make okay. sure that people can get a hold of you. And, um, you know, if there's anything in particular that uh, you want to push, I'll be happy to let you plug it. Um, you know, again, just if you're interested in, in our solution for, you know, managed service providers, go to the website, go to manage backup, 
you know, sign up for a free trial and give it a try. Um, nothing, nothing gained, nothing lost. Very good. Doug Hazelman, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you, Carl. 